Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning of Egg Bowl week, which feels like Saturday morning. I mean, we are we are deep into the sauce this week, and it is just Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, supertalk.fm, or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen women out here taking care of us. I want to remind you guys about this week on the podcast feed, all of the interviews we're doing on Sports Talk Mississippi, and we have got a ton of them. We're going to bring right to the podcast feed. So uh, if you scroll down from today, we have our interviews with uh, Neil Price, the voice of the Bulldogs, and with Ben Beckwith, which I cannot recommend enough. If you like some good old-fashioned Ole Miss trash talk, Ben Beckwith delivers uh, in spades. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Remember to shop at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com this uh, holiday season. And you can be picking up some great stuff for the family here and there. Whatever it is that you're looking for, uh, they've got you taken care of there. If you're a coffee lover, Strange Brew is definitely what you want to do. You can wake up every morning to the same coffee everybody's drinking up here in Stark, Vegas. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. Only a few days away from Black Friday, and there will be tremendous deals available uh, this. Or, I'm sorry, on that day. Just like there are great deals always at uh, collegecornerstore.com, but... You definitely want to check out uh, what they're going to have going this weekend at the two stores in the Jackson area, Ridgeland and uh, Flowwood. And, of course, you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Don't forget about Humble Taco because that is a place that doesn't forget about anybody. They have a menu that caters to all uh, people, keto, gluten-free, Robbie's new vegan lifestyle. They have everything at Humble Taco. Yes, Robbie just told me he's now vegan. Yes, um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you I to want that. Some chai tea, some chai, and um, mm-hmm. whatever, what else? What else is there out there? Eat? Tofu, some tofu. <laughs> sure, so, mm, so mm. good. Ole Miss tea. fans are apparently vegan. Did you know that they don't like cows? I have a great joke. I mean, it's it's a killer joke. Careful, but I can't. I just can't do it. I will tell you the joke after the show. Okay. Um. Humble Taco is no joke. Delicious Mexican food, but it's spun up into some of your southern favorites. And the, the combination and the fusion is just spot on. Make sure the next time you're here in Starville, you head over to Humble Taco. Firehouse Subs here in Starkville, Oxford, Tupelo, Columbus, uh, Flowood, and Madison. Wherever you go, there's a Firehouse Subs, which means wherever you go, there is a fantastic uh Meal waiting for you. Easy access for lunch. Just use the app, guys. Rack up the reward points and get your sandwiches free with a lot of uh, excitement. I don't know how to. I don't know what I just said. I don't know. Pay attention. I, I am paying attention. You don't even have an Ole Miss game on right now to, to to take your attention away. You know what? This is not the week for your shenanigans. You know, yesterday, yesterday you said something about me and Colonel Reb. Hmm? Now today you're going to go here, I, well, buddy. 
You're spending a whole lot of time in uh, Oxford lately. Is wise another? You're wearing blue one. today again. Let's see. I'm wearing maroon shorts. I mean, I would never wear blue. During You're wearing blue right this second. Where's my phone? Taking a picture right now for proof. There it is. All your all that's missing. I mean, you got the swoop too. All that's missing are the costas. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't spend any money above like ten bucks now on glasses mm-hmm. because every time I would get one of those yeah. or like Ray Bans or something, I would mm-hmm. lose them. So now I just go to Dollar General and buy some. Well, that's how you know you're not an Ole Miss fan. They would never do something. exactly. But you are wearing blue. Also, Firehouse subs are delicious. All right. What a what a day here on this app that they call Twitter. What a day! It's, it's incredible. Incredible. And what's funny is all the all the hatred and all the anger comes after a sports talk in Mississippi where I felt like we made real progress towards peace in our time. I shook hands with David Kellum. We both relived some painful memories. You know, we had we had that, that emotional I had lunch on the square today with Ben Garrett. I made I made progress. Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach talking about how much they like each other. Peace in our time, Robbie. And then the Ole Miss Twitter account. And then Ole Miss Twitter up. account just says, nope, nope, can't have that. I feel like that account is just screwing up everything for like uh, the old, like, you know, during the Liberty game, Hugh Freeze comes out, man, I- I'm just so happy to be back. Everybody's been so nice to me. Boom. If you have any yeah. blah, blah, blah. They don't want to be hospital, hospital bed, Hugh Freeze, all that stuff. Now. And then Lane Kiffin comes out today. I don't understand why people in this rivalry hate each other. And, and here then, comes the here comes the director of social media. Which at, basically that tweet says, look at this, you hicks. Yes. That's what that tweet says. So, here's what I'm going to say. And I, I, I know somebody asked about the toxicity rant, and I, I wish it still existed. It doesn't. But you all know what I said. And I still stand by every single word of it. Are you trying to say leave the trophy on the 50-yard no, line? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Take the trophy and run into Ole Miss's locker room with it and go, look at this. Look what we got. I'm saying embrace. Better yet, bring it up to the press box and take it to the social media guy. Yeah. Like, what are you going to tweet now? Yes. <laughs> if State wins on on Thursday, they might do what uh, Central Florida did where they put the score in, like as small as it could possibly yeah. be at the bottom of the tweet. Ole Miss, yeah. Yeah. Like, just – like in micro print down there <laughs> and like it's a pic you know they'll pick they'll put an image up there that makes all Ole Miss fans ha- happy like John Rice Plumley. <laughs> I saw I had another I had an, I had another tweet that I wanted tweets that you can't send I wanted to send a tweet because there was a like some kids this kid's day was made he got an autograph with John Rice Plumley, and I was like well it could have been so much better if he could have gotten an autograph from a starter <laughs> in any sport I'll say this though, I mean, hat tip to that guy because he He's is making money. Absolutely killing He's it in NIL. The game. Absolutely. To By be, all means. I tip my hat to him. And and, and can we talk about Jerry on Ely's comments, please? Stinkville. Has he ever been in the grove when it rains? The grove is a mud pit. I mean worse than the junction. Way worse. What I'm trying to figure out is like where is all this mud? I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, where, where is it? Where did you go? And and Ely's from Carthage. Yeah. Quite possibly the stinkiest place in All right. Mississippi. All right. We have listeners in Carthage. No, no. 
And they will tell you that it stinks. Is there like a cattle farm? No, out there? chicken house is galore. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, regardless of all that, which I've always like, been told smells old? like money, which it's I true. agree. How um, old are you to say Stinkville? Like, are you five? That that was like a, a Ole Miss spirit and old school jeans page. That's an old eggbowl.com. Yeah. Dr. Chip Clinton. I mean, uh, that's old school. Uh, you know, Moo you. Next. Old piss. Yeah. That, that's that's something that, like, if I had thought about it, I would have put it into the six-pack uh, rule book. Don't like, say don't it. Don't say Stinkville or Oxfart, you know? <laughs> Oxfart. Yeah, I mean, just like... that. That's right there with Oxfart. It's right there! there. There's some really bad nicknames in this okay. rivalry. I have said this many Awful. times. For humor, this is the worst rivalry. All it's of really the parody accounts suck. No, there's talking about Dak pooping his pants in the just, Egg Bowl. There's I mean, just nothing. Like, there's two funny guys on Twitter in this entire rivalry. Crystal Method and Bunky Perkins. They're, they're, That's e- it. They're each team's yes. They are godfathers. Our, yes, they they are the ones that I would I would nominate to tweet for everybody else. Send your terrible ideas to Crystal Method, and let him work through them and come up with something decent. Yes, but I say all that to say this, Ole Miss fans, and I know that you're listening. It's time to embrace this. Why do y'all hate college football so much? Why, why, why do you hate the idea that you can have an in-state rival and be passionate about it and worry about it? Today, Ohio State receiver Chris Olav, who plays for Ohio State. Is it Olav? It's not Olave. Well, I didn't know. I'm pretty sure it's Olav. You want to know something? What? It doesn't matter what it, it is. It doesn't matter how the it's pronounced. The message is what matters. He said that in their facility, it's 365 days a year with Michigan. 365 days a year. They are focused on Michigan. They know it's the biggest game of the year. Why, why can't it not just be, why can't you say like, yes, beating Mississippi State, having the Egg Bowl trophy is important to us here at Ole Miss. Say well, it. it. It is important. They just don't want to give your, the impression that it is until they win. Your own coach said last year that it was like winning the Super Bowl. You wore hats. You wore hats and shirts. You made hats. Yeah. Yeah. Right after we heard that you, you just need to – this game doesn't on, matter. Let's on leave the it on the, field. on the field. No, no, no. Matt Corral and company rushed the field to Paraded get that trophy. Paraded it around the stadium, and then you had hats. Just – it's okay. It's okay. And that's fine that they did that. That's fine that they did that. Do Auburn – do Alabama fans ever say that Auburn's not their rival? Like, maybe like really old Alabama fans who back when they didn't play each other. I, th- I think they know it's their rival. Less is Auburn is our rival. It's their rival, but they're not competing against Auburn, really. Well, Auburn's having to compete against Alabama. What I, what I would say is all, Alabama knows they can't win national, although they did it once. But it's difficult to win national titles if you can't beat Auburn. Right. Being number one in your state is a prerequisite to being number one in the nation. How bad would it suck, by the way, if you were Auburn? And that's who you have to compete against in your state. It sucks. I mean, because State and Ole Miss is competing against each other, and they kind of bounce back and forth. Right. You're competing with the greatest dynasty in the history of college football. Balance itself back out. It will, it will but it's uh, Alabama's still so, far superior and the thing to is, like, Auburn. Auburn has had success against Alabama. Malzahn did. Yeah. But like even like I said, even in '17 when they beat them, Alabama still won the national title. Yeah. So I mean, how do, that's a tough blow. Can you imagine winning the Egg Bowl and then Ole Miss still going on to win the national title? 
That's tough. I mean, that's a tough pill to swallow. That's tough. So, but yeah, I mean, Ole Miss fans, you're hiking your leg when you score touchdowns. You're doing that twice. Twice. You know, AJ Brown has said this is my city and stuff. It's obvious that the players and the fans take this and the coaches serious whenever the game's happening. So just but, let it be, guys. Yeah. Just, just embrace it. It's okay. It's okay. And and yet we won't. We have to. Every year this happens. Oh, we only worry about this game on the. No, you don't. Until they win. Go look at the Ole Miss spirit one day. Go look at, at the at Inside the Rebels one day when State does something. And there's threads. Go look at all the people on Twitter who every tweet is about Mississippi State. There are plenty of y'all that are obsessed with it. Just say, look, it's this is all I want you to say. I want to win the Egg Bowl. Just, you know, don't don't act like it's another, another game. It's not. I think it's they're... Not. I think that Mississippi State fans, by and large, care about this game more than Ole Miss fans. And here's why I say that. Because there's a large contingent of Ole Miss fans that aren't even from here mm-hmm. that come from Tennessee, it's Texas. True. There's a lot of those people that don't care as much about this. Mm-hmm. But the people that live inside the state of Mississippi, mm-hmm. they do. They care. The ones that, if you're constantly seeing someone from the other fan base, Every day, mm-hmm. a lot of people. You know, your cousin married an Ole Miss fan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot. Of, my sister married an Ole Miss fan. Mm. Um, tough scene. You know, my I, my cousin is Corey Peterson. Yeah, basically tough. tough so scene. I mean, it's you. Those people understand it and fully understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I say that there's I, there's probably a larger population of Mississippi State fans. From the state of Mississippi than there is Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I haven't done I mean, the numbers. It seems but, accurate. Um, yeah, I, th- I think a larger percentage of this Mississippi State fan base cares more about this rivalry than but, some of the Ole Miss. But th- like I said, the ones that are here, mm-hmm. they care whether they admit it or not. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It's just painful, man. It's just painful. Like, just, just, just say it's okay. It's just okay. I wish I wish more people would just. I'm not saying embrace the hate, but I am saying embrace the rivalry. About 6:30 p.m. on Thursday, it will people be embraced. On, there will be enough. Yeah, yeah. By everyone. Yeah. There there won't be any feel good right. comments from Lane Kiffin in the locker room pregame. I promise you. If we can get a camera on him pregame, he won't be saying the same things that he said no. on Monday night. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. He's not gonna. He know. He knows. What to say yeah. uh, when he gets in front of his team on on uh, Thursday? All right. Let's uh, let's actually talk about the game a little bit. Let's move on into that. It's brought to our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Hey, right now, if you go to Mississippi Beef Council's Facebook page, they are having a contest for the best burger and the best steak in the state of Mississippi. So you can vote for your favorite place to grab a burger or to grab a steak in our state. Uh, just give the and also while you're there, hey, give them a like, and you can always be getting great information and great recipes about the beef producers here in this state. Go to the Facebook page, click on the link. Facebook comments don't count. Now you're welcome to comment, but if you want to vote, you got to click on the link to do so. So, I think I'm gonna put a vote just real quick. What is your favorite burger in the state of Mississippi? Oh, I know where mine is. Um, gosh. I don't know. You know, Brian Michaels had a really good burger. Oh I my wish, gosh! I, I wish he still had the around. the actual the restaurant. Place. I actually ate a Brian Michaels burger before the game. Uh, great Wednesday night or yeah. Monday night. Really good. 
Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what okay. my f- mugshots. I like mugshots burger. So, I live in Starkville. You're telling me I'm going to Oxford all the time. Don't fa- don't you say my favorite burger is in Hattiesburg. Okay, Ed's burger. Ed's burger, bacon d- double cheeseburger. I like it. The best. Love I like it. it. That said, great burgers here in Starkville as well. Bulldog Burger. Uh, the camp house has a great burger, and our friends at Two Brothers have a great burger. The Big Porker, that's an outstanding burger. I have not had their burger. I need to. You need to try it next time we're there. We'll get burgers. Um, but that said, again, go to the Mississippi Facebook, uh, Mississippi Beef Council's Facebook page, and you can vote for your favorite burger and favorite steak in the state of Mississippi. We just mentioned Two Brothers. Yeah, they do have a great burger. That's because it's just not just barbecue when you go to Two Brothers. It's smoked southern soul food. They'll be uh, a great place to be. Pre-game this weekend, and or this weekend, this Thursday, you know. Instead, of, don't worry about the turkey. Get the pulled pork. Go that route with your uh, your your pre-game feast, and of course, this weekend be another great uh, meal to enjoy uh, while you are here in Starkville or wherever, whenever you come to Starkville. Head over to the Cotton District and enjoy some smoked Southern Soul food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems. I did it again. Like I can't. I can't. The last ad is bothering me today. Advantage Business Systems makes it really simple for you guys. They offer you an incredible selection of products and services, everything your business needs from a uh, technological standpoint, and then every sale gets backed up with the kind of customer service you would expect to get when you're dealing with your next-door neighbor. And that's because Advantage Business Systems is your neighbor. They are a Mississippi business, first and foremost. They always have been, and they always will be. 46 years doing business in our state. Give them a call and find out how they can help you. The number is 601-362-9192. Or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Is this game... I got a couple of things. Wait, couple, we got merchandise from Ole Miss. So we, we run the, the SIP shirt oh. is out. So um, notorious for uh, making t-shirts and things like that for Mississippi State games. It happens. It happens. It does happen. All right. I got I got a couple of questions that I'm going to ask here about. Does it just come down to this? I have two matchups that in mind. First one is is this Mississippi State's offensive line versus Ole Miss's defensive line. How important is that matchup in this game? It's pretty important. You have to keep, give Will Rogers some time back there. You don't want him constantly having to fire one. Uh, you know, right when he snaps the football. But and State's blocked really well. They've and they played some good defensive lines this year. So I, I think that Ole Miss gets some pressure, but I don't think it's going to be anything foreign for Mississippi State up front. Uh, but I, I feel like that right side of the line is going to be an important piece for the Bulldogs on Thursday night. Can they give Will Rogers three seconds? For me, this is the matchup of the game uh, because. This is the old. This is the Ole Miss strength. Ole Miss's strength isn't grinding it out and and you know stopping teams. You know, when 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 they don't get pressure, you can move the football on Ole Miss. They 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 thrive in putting you in second and third and long by getting sacks. And it, this is a team that leads the, the nation in sacks against the best, the most prolific passing team in the country. This is the key to the game. If state can, what you just said, if state can provide a clean pocket, and you think about uh, 
you know, look at it, especially at the Auburn game. The Tennessee State game, I, I can't take too much away from that because it's Tennessee State. But think about the Auburn game and some of the touchdowns that he's throwing where he's he's going to second and third. And, and I mean, the Dylan, Dylan Johnson touchdown, I think that's like a fifth or sixth read there. Like, he has completely scanned the field. I think he went back to the left. Like he and that's a left, more, that's a more, he goes right, he comes back left, and he's like, no, I'm going to check now. And that's a more talented defensive line than Ole yeah. Miss. I mean, Ole Miss has the one neutralizer there in, in Sam Williams, mm-hmm. but that whole unit isn't overly talented. Um, and they're, you got to think they're going to be sending – they've they've been pretty much in a three-man front most of the year, right? Is that, they, they run a three-two-six right now. Okay, and I, I don't see that changing. I don't see right. them bringing four I down linemen. Well, I mean, being in six makes sense against this this offense. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's going to be tough to get constant pressure on Mississippi State with three or four guys. That's something that they've really improved on this year. Last year, this could be a terror for for State mm-hmm. in their offensive line. But I just I feel I feel confident that State's going to be able to block four players if they're sending them. So um, it's going to be important. I think I think Scott Lashley is going to see the bulk of Sam Williams, and he's got to be good. And I mean, he we we can't see these false starts with him trying to get a head start on Williams on the edge. But I think we're going to see Williams pinning his ear back ears back in this game, and, and coming after Will Rogers and and trying to get some hits on him and trying to get some pressure. I, I, I don't really know what what is the best way. I mean, I I feel like I know what the best way is to defend State, but what is Ole Miss's path to success on defense? Uh, to me, it's you're just going to have to drop eight, tackle really well, and hopefully get some turnovers. You've got to do sort of I, – I, when I say this, I, I know they don't have the talent, but they got to sort of do what Alabama did, disguise a lot of coverages, you know, show some, show some looks you haven't seen on film. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, if what – People were saying last week is accurate about well they they sort of you know they were preparing for Mississippi State instead of preparing for Vanderbilt. Well, show me, yeah. show me some some new looks, you know because that's that's what that's what Alabama was able to do to frustrate Will Robert Will, Will Rogers and to uh, force turnovers because they showed him looks he had not seen. So there's that, and then when you do bring pressure, it's got to get there. And State's got the same problem all year too. Is they'll blitz and they're not getting there and they're not getting home in time. So when you bring four or you bring five, and you're going to put yourself into man coverage, better get there because if you don't, it's going to be a big play. Do you? Ex- I know you've picked Mississippi State to win this game mm-hmm. already. Do you think it's going to be more difficult for Ole Miss to score? A large number of points in this game than it is for Mississippi State. I, I mean, not not saying. Not being the obvious here right, and saying, right, do you think Mississippi State is going to score more than Ole Miss? But do you think it's going to be more difficult for their offense than it is Mississippi State's offense? Well, I mean, I think Mississippi State's defense is better than Ole Miss's defense, so I would say that. But Ole Miss's offense, they're not playing better than Mississippi State right now. But they have a higher ceiling. Like, when that offense is clicking at full sil- at full blast, they are better than Mississippi State's offense at full blast. Yes, but they haven't been there recently. So, I mean, they, they're only averaging the last five weeks, six weeks, I think, seven points a game in the second half. I mean, I don't think State's going to give up. Second 20. half has been bad for them. Third it, quarter, they've had what, like, th- three points or something in the last then, few games. On the other side of the coin, State's offense has been great in the second half. So that's a, 
if State leads in the at the end of the at the end of the first half, it's going to be really tough for Ole Miss to win. So this this matchup, State's O line, Ole Miss's D line, is is massive. What about the opinion. matchup with the weather? If it's well, if it's drizzling, if it's raining on Thursday night, like it's slated to currently, does that favor Ole Miss? That's a good question. Um, it will be tough. It will be tough to throw the football a lot in the rain, I would think. But at the same time, it's not like State is throwing the ball deep. Or these are just little short passes. I think that the weather doesn't affect that too much. Yeah, I have devil's advocate on that. When a lot of people saying, you know, the State's not going to be able to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. I, Ole Miss is kind of an offense that they like to have explosive plays. I don't think they're going to be able to That's throw tough those to do in the in the in the rain. And State is susceptible to those big plays down the field. And yeah. Matt Corral can hit those, mm-hmm. unlike a lot of teams that have missed it this year. Yeah. So if you're if you're relegated to you're having to run, you know, zone read or some of the RPO concepts where, you know, Matt Corral and, and Jerion Ely are, are just forced to run the ball mm-hmm. a little more, that's that's probably gonna put a little damper on that too. So I I think it hurts both offenses. Bad weather hurts offense. Period. Yes. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So, but state, I you know, state is a this is a, a ball control offense right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. th- like you said, they're not throwing the ball, um, you know, thirty yards down the field a whole lot. Right. So, I mean, it's still they're still capable. I think of moving it down the field to score. There's one more matchup I want to ask you about: Qu- quarterbacks, Rogers versus Corral. Last year, Rogers had the better game. Yeah, but still lost the game. Crowd was better early. Yeah. Uh, how and how much different does that game look if if they don't have the fumble on the goal line? That's a that was a fourteen point swing. Fourteen point it goes, swing. Instead, instead of seven for State, Ole Miss picks up the fumble, takes it all the way down. Ole Miss scores on the next play. Because State pretty much settled in defensively. Yeah, they played that, really well yeah. after that, and State's offense picked it up. Was good. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the difference in the game. Yeah, it is the difference in the game. Um, so as it is, you know. What can you do? But for me, it, I mean, I think it's fair to say that that Rodgers, he could have not as good a night as Corral and his team would still win. And I think the same is true for Corral. I think Corral could be behind Rodgers statistically and still win. But this is also, I mean, by the same token, I think both of these quarterbacks are capable of winning the game for their team. And also, is Matt Corral going to be, Is are we going to see a Dak Prescott performance from him like we saw from Dak in his last Egg Bowl? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be juiced up to the point where he's trying to do too much? Yeah. Because he's done that before and he's made mistakes. Um, so, I mean, if he comes out and he performs like Dak did, especially early in that ball game, that's trouble for Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. If he comes in, he's locked in, that's trouble for Mississippi State and their defense because – he is one of, if not the most talented quarterbacks in the country. He can beat you either way. And I, I feel like we're going to see him run the ball a little more, too, in this ball game. It's quite possibly his last game. That's not mm-hmm. for certain. But who knows what he chooses to do in the bowl game. Right. Um, and this is definitely his last game against Mississippi State. So he's going to be motivated to have a big game. And he's he's been pretty good when he's played in the Egg Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it was, was, was fantastic last year. And two years ago, they don't have a chance if he don't come in the ball game. No, you're right. Um, John Rice Plumley was the state had completely shut nowhere. him down. That was going nowhere. Uh, so they brought in Corral, and he's the, he they the had game. like a fourth and long. Fourth and 25. And he completed the pass down the field. That's a, that's a pass that John Rice Plumley could never complete. No. 
That there's no way they can. The only that. reason they were even in the game was Matt Corral. Yes. Um, at that point, so who who wins that duel Thursday night between Rodgers yeah. and Corral? That's a good question. I mean, I I've been I've been feeling good about Will Rogers the last few weeks. I, I feel like he might be as locked in as as any quarterback in the country right now relative to the offense that he's running. He just he seems so confident out there and he's just ran this offense uh so well since that Alabama game. It's just hard for me to see him come out and have a bad ball game. I think he's going to have a big game. I I'm going to give him the edge. I something tells me that Corral might have so you, a d- you, you down think game. The emotions of this game might get. I think. Into I think it head. is. I think. I think it's going to play a factor. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, a lot he's of people been very have said cool this year. You know? Yeah, a, a lot of people have said. You know that it's his last game. No way he goes out with a loss and all that stuff. But it can go either way. We said that about Dak. We, that's that's why that's what's in the back of my head. Yeah, is Dak Prescott's game. I watched that. And you know maybe it plays out differently with this being a road game for Corral, mm-hmm. and he's. I think that helps. Um, it, it probably helps more than if he was at home. Mm-hmm. His last home game wasn't great last week. Yeah, against Vanderbilt. Um, so you know you never know, but something is telling me Will Rogers is going to have a great ball game. I agree. I agree with you. I told you yesterday. I think he's going to increase his record uh, in this game. So we'll see. All right. Tomorrow's show, more Egg Bowl. More Egg Bowl. More interviews here on the podcast. More hate. More hatred. Hate. Good. Let the hate flow through you. You know what it is. All right. So we got that, and then obviously our our Thursday show will be a three Ps, and then Friday we'll wrap up uh, what we saw Thursday night, Thanksgiving night uh, at Davis Wade Stadium. Have a great day. Hopefully it goes it goes well for you. That includes you, Ole Miss fans. Unless I'll, you hate cows. Unless you hate cows, you don't get to you don't get to go vote for your favorite place and your favorite burger. Yeah, because you're a cow hater. Go eat tofu. Yeah, do it. Hi guys, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.